in studio now I have Jimmy uh, Dignam and he's uh, with Workers' Party candidate for Dublin North West. Hello Jimmy, how are you? How are you all? Thanks a lot for having me. Okay, everything in full swing at the moment. Um, is this your first election? It is indeed, yes, my first time standing. Okay, and you're with the Workers' Party. How long have you been with those? Uh, the last couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you, people can't see it, but you're really, really a young guy. <laughs> really surprised when I met you this morning. Um, what made you get into politics, and then uh, why choose the Workers' Party? I'm, I'm not that. I'm 29, so <laughs> not that young. Uh, I suppose. I mean, I, I, like a lot, a lot of young people, I was very radicalised by the, the economic crash. You know, um, I'm probably part of a lost generation of people who were promising off a lot. Uh, in terms of job prospects, in terms of housing rights, uh, and obviously, I think for an awful lot of people, working class people across the city and across the country, that didn't come to fruition. And I think um, also seeing the, the the crisis within the health uh, sector, I think had a, had a deep impact on on me and and moved me towards looking at the way society is, is structured um, mm-hmm. and how you'd go about changing it for for, for the better. Um, and I mean, in relation to why I'm in the Workers' Party, I feel that uh, that's the best vehicle to do that. Really, I think yeah, the, the, the Workers' Party have a very track record, very good track record of, of standing up for uh, mm-hmm. for ordinary people. Uh, well, they, they were forced to be reckoned with many years ago. Sort of gone more into the background now, and a lot of younger people going more uh, to the other left parties. Um, so you weren't just in that at all. Uh, I mean, as a couple of years ago, a, a large group of us joined the Workers' Party and reformed it. Uh, not reformed <laughs> Relaunched it, sorry, I should say. Um, and uh, so we would have all have come from different political backgrounds um, and have been involved in other left parties. And we just felt that we wanted something that was explicitly socialist, um, but also was maintaining an ability to be able to provide, uh, you know, radical yet pragmatic solutions for people in the here and now. Uh, and we felt that the Workers' Party in in, in its past had, had been very, very successful at actually managing to do both those things. Mm. Um, and that that's the reason why we, why we joined. Okay, now you're obviously on the canvas trail. What sort of things are people... Uh, what's the problems that people are giving to you now that they feel are, are the primal things that they'd like to see you set up? Well, I mean, it, it, certainly the, the thing that we're hearing day in and day out is the water charges, you know. Um, and that's no surprise, really, because... It's it's really what has radicalised people again. I mean, that was w- one thing that was probably frustrating for a lot of activists across the country was there was a you know a significant lack of struggle uh, throughout the, the the first period of, of the crisis. But that's completely changed over the last while, and you've seen communities across the country who've who've, who've organised. And as a result, I think that's an awful lot of people want to see that come to a, to a positive conclusion. You know, they want a victory on the water charges campaign. They know that the boycott is very strong. Um, and in that regard, they, they see that a, a, you know, as, as a primary thing that Irish water has to, has to be dismantled. Um, and in our opinion, that has to be from people themselves through the, the, through the mask campaign of non-payment. That's how it will be defeated. Uh, I mean, in terms of other things, uh, certainly the housing crisis in, in Dublin Northwest is, is very acute, obviously, as it is in many parts of the country. Um, you know, and, and it, it manifests itself in many different forms. Um, you've obviously got significant problems with, uh, with, with, with the lack of rent controls, uh, the, the fact that an awful lot of social housing hasn't been built in the area that was promised to the area. But also, I mean, if you take housing as sort of, you know, a sustainable community, uh, and all the things that come with that in mm-hmm. terms of infrastructure, 
like Dublin North West has been has been completely ignored in that in that respect, and so things like the development of the Ballymun Shopping Centre and and the Finglas Village, and um, both those redevelopment projects not having gone through is 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 a, is a bone of contention for people. Okay, and over the last last five years with the government that's been in place now, the word they're using all the time is recovery. Uh, what do you think of that? I mean, it's the mantra that they're running with all the time. You sort of get sick of it, really. Um, if they could put that into the health service, really, it would be terrific. But uh, what, what do you think of, of the way things have gone? I mean, they're talking about the UC, uh, USC. Uh, what would be your aims uh, as a party? Well, certainly, I mean, we don't accept that there's an, there's an economic recovery for working class people. Uh, there's definitely an economic re- recovery for big business. Certainly, their profits are soaring. Uh, there's there is definitely a recovery for the wealthiest in society. I mean, you know, that, without a doubt. But we don't we don't ex- we don't accept that. I mean, I just heard Enda Kenny there earlier on the radio, uh, and it, I mean, it was incredible. He must have said recovery hundred times over a short period of time. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's 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 what they're what they're uh, uh, it's, it's essentially their their only card to play. However, it was interesting that Enda Kenny himself even admitted that you know it hasn't hit for an awful lot of people, and that's that's a reality. I mean, there has been real no tangible material benefit for people, um, and uh, like that, if if, if Finnegan are re-elected, that, that that there'll be a continuation of that because I mean, in in, in reality, Finnegan have been successful in, in what they were trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they have the society they want, you know, through continuation of privatization. Uh, just a, a attacking workers' rights, attacking pay, attacking working conditions. I mean, all those things have, have really been ran through over the, this last all. Uh, so, so that mm-hmm. Do you get the feeling from a lot of people that maybe there's a sea change, that uh, people want a new, different, I don't mean a new government, but a different structure of government. I mean, we were promised reform uh, five years ago as well, and nothing has really happened there. But do you get any sense of that on the doorstep? Uh, w- without a doubt, I mean... I mean, I wouldn't over overstate that either. But certainly, a lot of people who who've gone to the the huge demonstrations in town on on, on the the water charges uh, demos, those people are very aware that you know society is structured in such a way uh, that that benefits a very small minority, a sort of a, a, a them and us. Um, and I mean, I suppose the water charges movement is quite embryonic; it's still quite new. Uh, so there's probably not many you know, detailed um, alternatives being put forward really but certainly people are coming to, to conclusions that, you know, society is structured in such a way that doesn't really benefit them. Still, but if you get the statistics statistics and talking about water charges, I mean, seemingly it's, uh, they're saying 60-40 their way, we're saying 60-40 uh, the other way. Um, and the, the whole system has to be fixed up so what's your feeling on that like where where would where would you start on that for instance we're talking mentioned a few times the water charges well, well i think one of the major major problems that we have in ireland is 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 the structure of the overall economy it's, it is a tax haven for 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 uh, for multinational corporations and in particular financial financial capital and um, <laughs> and the culmination of that is over the last couple of decades we've seen the complete deindustrialization uh, of uh, of our economy um, and that's resulting essentially in these sort of service jobs uh, these yellow pack jobs uh, you know outsourcing etc um, and a move away from long term pensionable good quality jobs in order for that to change we will need to radically change mm-hmm. the, uh, transform the, the economy in, into, into, a, into a productive economy and there's a couple of ways we can do that one, we 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 need a you know a, a body to to look at the uh, 
different potential innovation ideas that, that could be around that. But also that needs to be linked to some sort of state investment bank. You know, there's an awful lot of good ideas that come out of, of this country. And, you know, there's a huge amount of research that's immediately privatised uh, through the through the universities and, and other uh, research uh, faculties. And that needs to be put to the common good. Uh, and that would be, you know, that wouldn't really require huge change in terms of the structure of how things are done. But it would change. It would it would require uh, a change in, in essentially who controls the purse strings. Okay. As regards, uh, I mean, as I said, there's a diversity there now. I mean, so many um, independents running and the main parties, of course. When you're talking among yourselves in the Workers' Party, do you have any yeas and nays on who you would align with? Uh, well, certainly, like there, there was a. There were a lot of discussions that went around this right to change development, which was which was led by a number of the the, the right to water trade unions, mm-hmm. and we felt that the right to change development was very positive, and undoubtedly the the ten core principles that it put forward were you know you you couldn't really argue against them they mm-hmm. they were very good, um, however it was sort of putting what a progressive government would look like as a fait accompli, and we 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 felt that. We had to be more honest on the doorsteps and say that, okay, a progressive government may not be on the cards this time, but how do you actually change society in terms of social movements, in terms of what is a real left government, etc.? That that was something that had to be fleshed out, and also we 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 had problems with the fact that you had to sign up to an agreement to go into government before an election. Mm-hmm. That's sort of unheard of across Europe, you know. I mean, we had the situation in Portugal recently where the left bloc and the the Portuguese Communist Party and the Social Democrats went into an alliance, but that was post the election. They all ran on separate platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also predicated on the fact that across Europe there, there's a certain ethos of left cooperation, uh, and you you know left unity is is comes afterwards you know that you cooperate mm-hmm. in in a in a in a cohesive manner you know one that's constructive um and so we that's sort of that would be our line you know how many seats are you hoping to get uh it, 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 we're probably an outside bet in a perfect world if, 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 you know many well I mean we're standing five candidates okay. you know uh you know I mean if we we we'd take we'd take one uh, at, at at this uh, at, at this juncture um but obviously the workers party is sort of in a rebuilding period uh, and for us it's very much about getting things back on, going which we feel we have done over the last period of time and also getting out there to 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 give a different alternative in terms of Are the social like yourself, young like yourself the the candidate standing yeah. uh to half of them would be so to okay. two two of the five sorry would be you know yeah. um so uh yeah in in, in dublin we, we would have uh, Ayla Shrine who's standing in dublin central and then in in, in dublin midwest we'd have lorraine hennessy mm-hmm. um yeah okay well good luck on the commissary what i want to talk to you now is about the, the good news the new school in Whitehall. it's great educate together and it's it's not one of these things when you read about proposals or what's going to happen this has actually happened more or less and it's opening up in september so tell us about that that's a terrific achievement it, it, it certainly is and it's a, a testament to the f- the families and the parents who've, who've been fighting for for quite some time obviously there's quite a number of uh so I should say it's a, it's a, it's an educate together school, uh, where on the grounds of Plunkett College there just uh, on, on the Swords Road, um, and uh, obviously there are quite a number of uh, educate together primary schools uh, in, in in the area. So it, it's good to see that parents can have uh, the option to continue with with secular schooling post uh, pr- primary. Um, but this is something that has to be rolled out across the country, in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you mean the religious patronage. Uh, 
and the control that the Catholic Church has over education has to, has to stop immediately. You know? Okay, do you get that on the doorstep as well? Yes, certainly. You know, I mean that that's that's. Uh, I mean, we've we've heard everyone's heard the the examples of uh, parents being told to have their children baptized in order to be getting into the local primary school. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I mean, there's 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 definitely a move amongst people. And how do you feel like about, that. for instance, uh, I've listened to people as well, and I mean, you say, I don't know what you've got on the doorstep, but what about people that say, well, you're in Ireland, when in Rome, if you're living here. Uh, these are the rules you live by. We're a Catholic country, and this is a, just a system. It's it, it, there's nothing. Well, I won't say there's nothing diverse, but uh, why? You know, why change after all these years? I mean, the, you have the all the different schools. Take your choices, and that. And uh, this has come out seemingly recently. So, is it because it's just come out recently that you think that it's come to the fore, or? or a lot of people don't understand all of a sudden why the controversy. Well, I think in order to have a, a genuinely progressive society, um, you cannot enforce your own views, religious views, on other people. Uh, and at the moment with the Equal Status Act, that is very much the case, that the Catholic Church is is, is, is in, a, in a, a serious uh, position of control over our education sector. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my opinion... Uh, to have a g- genuinely progressive society, it has to be it has to be secular. You know, that means keeping re- religion and segregation essentially, uh, because in f- you know in reality, uh, religion can lead to segregation. Mm-hmm. That needs to be left at home. And, I think and, that's and a separate. Uh, yeah, but I, I think that's sort of uh, you know just a standard uh, way that we've been living for. I don't think the power is there anymore. And I mean, just. The educate together now is opening in Whitehall. They're all over the place, so people have multiple choices, you know. So why sort of put it out there? Okay, we're going to change everything to have all educate together and nothing else. Well, I mean, at the moment you still have ninety percent of primary schools which are in control or by the the Catholic Church. Okay, and um, and you also have you know the Catholic Church uh, in control of an awful lot of uh, hospitals, and um, the Catholic Church has an awful lot of, of influence over uh, you know medical procedures that take places uh, and again you know like Ireland is quite unique in that regard you know I mean the rest of Europe has, has moved towards secular societies in France you know all the way back to 1904 they passed the, the separation of church um, and state act um, and that's a, that's a core tenant for, for many progressive republics across uh, across Europe Okay. Uh, Clonturk, is that going to be the name of the college? That's correct, yeah. Okay. Clonturk Community College. Where did that come from, Clonturk? I, I, I don't know. I okay, know. yeah. Uh, but it's attached to uh, Plunkett's, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. On okay, the grounds of Plunkett's. It's, it's a terrific uh, achievement, there's yeah. no doubt about it. Uh, I suppose that you're doing a lot of your campaigning through social media as well. We have been, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a... It's a very useful tool. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, so many people. I heard a statistic there earlier on: the two and a half million people in Ireland are on Facebook, which is pretty yes, incredible, yeah. you know. Uh, so, without a doubt, we we try and use it as much as we possibly can. Um, you know, it's 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 it's, it's very beneficial. So, if people want to put a face to the name Jimmy Dignan. Will they see it if they go up on your page? And what is it? Uh, yeah, it's just a, a Facebook page for uh, I think it's Jimmy Dignam WP, uh, and uh, the same for on, on Twitter. Um, and you, you can find me there. Okay, and is it a hard slog like going around to be out there every night? Yeah, well, I mean we've we've been canvassing extensively for the last six months. Uh, so, and, and particularly since the turn of the year, we've been out every night pretty much. So, uh, 
you know, it's it, it's it's been a it's, it's people are saying it's the shortest selection that's been called, but because it's been such a a lead up to it, it feels like a, a very long time at this stage. But we're very much enjoying it. You know, we're, yeah. the, the, the response we're getting, we feel, is very positive. Just remind me again, how long you've been doing politics? Uh, I've been, I've probably been involved in politics since, since about two thousand and eight. Okay, yeah, so eight nine years. So you haven't uh, got that grasp of arrogance yet. <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully that never. Uh, <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't seep in. Uh, and uh, no cynicism there either. I don't think. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy, it's been a great pleasure talking to you. Thank, Thank you very, very much for talking to us here near FM. And that's uh, Jimmy Dignam, Workers' Party candidate for Dublin Northwest. And also, I suppose you have a website for the um, for the Workers' Party. Yeah, it's well. workersparty.ie. That's correct. Okay, yeah. and everything's on that. Thanks yeah. very much. Thanks Jim. a lot.